to our podcast. It's a uh, Sunday afternoon. Sun is just going down. What you hear behind you are crickets because it's just rained. We're in the tropics and uh, having tapas and a few drinks to say goodbye to the weekend and hello to the week ahead. My name is Marga. I am uh, in my mid-40s. I don't know why I just shared that, but I'm going to introduce you to two other friends of mine who are somewhat in the same position. My name is Carla. I'm in my late 40s. Are you really? I am in my late 40s. I don't believe I will be in my late 40s in a week and a half. Happy birthday. Thank you. And still figuring out what to do next. So I'm Tanya. Do we really have to say that we're in our mid-40s? No, of course not. I don't know why I overshare. (laughs) I think it's a little bit of an event. Why not? Right? But still. Owning Um, it. Owning it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Maybe we could say a little bit more about our backgrounds. I was living abroad for a, a decade, really. I was in the UK, based out of London, working as a journalist. I've spent the last 25 years working as an international journalist, which meant traveling from here to there, covering everything from uh, conflict to natural calamities to man-made calamities to political crises and all sorts of things. And I have just uh, transitioned from that profession to an in-between spot right now in my life where trying to go into something else. Don't know what that is, but I think, Carla, you are in a very similar position as me. Extremely similar. I have been away from my home country more than I have been in my home country. So I've spent almost 30 years outside the country. Oh, is that long? Yes. So high school, all of high school... I came back for college and then all my adult life away. And then I've just come back. So I've worked in the hospitality industry um, for 25 years, learning from the best in the business, I guess. I chose really well. I took a long circuitous route, very, very long route. I could have gone straight up, but I decided to just learn as much as I can. And then... um, time in my life came when I had to decide what was next and the only thing that came to me as what was next was to open my own restaurant so that's where we're at right now looking for a spot to open a restaurant see I never talk about myself because I'm usually behind the scenes so that's kind of been the trajectory of what I do I work in like film, TV, but it's all behind the scenes stuff, like the term is development, and to, but basically that's being a producer. Um, and I grew up, you know, in, in Manila, but spent a long time, like, abroad in the U.S., um, just doing that exactly. Um, and I think, you know, compared to both of you, my, the transition's more about leaving, like, the U.S. after living there for a long time, and then coming back to Manila, uh, but still kind of in the same industry, kind of doing the same thing, but in a different context. So it's kind of figuring out how to do it, not in the way where I really was working in that for like a really, really long time. Also that gap of like working for someone and then working for yourself, like that's a yeah. big yes. thing as well. Yes. It is, yes. It's, a, it's a very big difference, yes. I think, to have felt like, you know, for 25 years as part of a large larger corporation or a bigger entity um, where you were one of the cogs and you could very happily just keep chugging along and working and doing your thing and 
you know, a salary would come in every mm-hmm. month and uh, you, in a way you felt taken care of and you could concentrate on the work. Right. And I think now right. what's a bit uh, daunting is the fact that there is no big corporation anymore to catch you yes. and you're, you're free falling in a way. I don't know. And you, yes. you, you're going on the weight of your dreams, yes. right? If there are still any to, to keep you buoyed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, like at least with Carla, there's this wanting to open a new restaurant. I mm-hmm. mean, is there, what is it that's propelling you forward at this point? Tana? Well, for me, I, well, I, and I kind of did that jump a little bit earlier than you guys. So it was, it was going to work for myself. So starting my own company with a business partner. And like you said, for the first time, I wasn't working for someone. I wasn't working for a big corporation or, you know, people who had established themselves already. This time I really had to, even though, you know, I learned all the skills, but this time it was like, now it's going to be me on the line trying to make a go of it. So, I mean, right now, running my own business, running my own company, that's, you're kind of forced to keep going. You know, I mean, there's no like, it's it's make it or break it, right? You, You lose if you give up. So that's, that's kind of the that's what's propelling. What me was it that made you decide? Yep, this is it. Time to jump. Um, for me, I mean, there were circumstances where there was the choice to either continue or to really strike out on my own, and part of that was coming back home. And I thought, and I'd always wanted to come back home. I never really wanted to like live away for forever. So I figured, even though it felt like, oh my gosh, the scariest thing. Like, how is it going to happen? There was no precedent for it. I just decided, well, this is when I figure it out. So it's either stupidity or just like, okay, let's just try and do this. Did age play a factor for either of you guys? Like in the, oh gosh, I'm, you know, approaching this age. If I'm going to make something else of myself. It has to be now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That came into factor with me. Because my job is so physical as well as it is intellectual and emotional. But the physical part of it is a huge part of it. It's probably like 75% of, of, of the whole thing. So the older you get in this business, the more difficult it is to have stamina, to have the energy, to open up a restaurant that runs 12, 14 hours a day. I would I used I used to have 16 hour days. I used to sleep in the restaurant, but now that I'm getting older, it's not probably how I, it should be, but it's how I want it to be. So um, there is definitely an, an age thing getting in here. And when I talk to mentors about what the next step should be, I feel like there's a lot of time, uh, there's a time constraint because there's only so much that I can do within now and between now and maybe when, when I turn 50, because that's when I feel like my physical stamina might be not as good as now. So there is that time issue. But other than that, I try not to think about the time issue, but in the restaurant business, you really need to keep the time constraints in mind. Does it scare you? I mean, like we've all known each other a fairly long time. And yes. Did you ever like <laughs> right? Time. Did you ever feel like where we're all at now, twenty years on? Is this where any of you thought you would be? I don't think I was thinking that far, just because we were all and I, I know the same for both of you. We were all just working so hard. Yes. Like yes. the life was essentially work. Work for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, doing yeah. that. So in in my case, I didn't know. I was just hoping I could keep my head above water and like get to 
you know, where I was looking to head. Mm -hmm. So to take a, you know, to be given like, or to someone showing you a fork in the road and then you have to make a choice and then it's unchartered. Like, I'm sure at some point I thought, well, that happens to people in life, right? Yeah. When it happens to you, it's just like, Mm -hmm. all right, you're in the middle of it. You just kind of have to to keep going with the analogy. Just like keep swimming Mm because there's no land there. You just kind of have to keep going. Keep going. So I, I, to answer your question, I didn't think that it was going to be at the spot, but, and now that you're at the spot, I don't think so much about that. It's, you also learn about like, okay, you know, when people talk about the journey more than the destination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the journey takes up a lot of the energy, but maybe that's a good thing where you're also present for that rather than your head is just not where you are at the moment. True. Yes. But for me, when I was living in LA, I could just kept I could have kept going with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like run this restaurant, Same. super, super yeah. busy restaurant, really yeah. successful restaurant. I could have just stayed there, not even knowing that our company was trying to grow. And when they started to grow, and then they were trying to think of me as helping to grow the company, I never really thought of it as they would offer it to me. So, And I never went for it. I never like said, that's what I want to do. I waited for them to offer it to me. But once it was offered to me, that was all I could think about. So I just told myself, this is an opportunity for me. And because I'm a little bit older than everybody else that I was working with, I said, this needs to happen now, soon. So when it was offered to me, I took it. And then now it's all I, it's it's the force that's, I cannot stay just stagnant. Yeah. It needs to keep going. Right. Yeah. How about you? Were you thinking, did you have that, you know, people think like five or ten years ahead, like yeah. this is what I'm going to be doing. I, I never did. And I think that was the thing. I mean, I started in journalism I was 19, and it was not something I wanted or looked for. It kind of found me. And then the next thing I know, it's 25 years later, and I'm living, you know, halfway across the where I was born, and all sorts of things had happened, and I'd seen all sorts of things that, again, I never thought I would witness. I mean, you know, I found myself living in Iraq for quite a while, and that was something I never in my wildest dreams thought I would end up doing. Um, to the story. <laughs> yes, right. I, I, Please tell I, us story. Yes, no, stories for another episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you're still there, there you will hear them. The best stories. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's like nothing I thought would happen then has happened. Like I, I was 19, and I thought, okay, I'll do this for a few years. It's rather interesting. It's quite fun. I'm seeing, you know, volcanoes erupt, and I'm going to places I'd never visited, and mm-hmm. meeting people I never would have thought I'd ever meet. Um, and I thought, yeah, my mother was married at 23. I will be married at 23. Mm-hmm. My mother had, yeah. you know, her children from the age of 25 onwards. I'm going to do that Same. too. Um, right? And I don't Same. know. It was like we were of a generation that grew up watching Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, the, you know, on TV, ISIS, oh my, the yes. ISIS. And there were these women who set off and did things on their own and were their own superheroes and basically didn't need to be saved because they were the ones saving the world. And I just thought, oh, I want my own adventures. You know, I, mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that. And I remember having a conversation with my mother, you know, when I first moved abroad. And um, her, her question was, why, why do you feel the need to go? Mm. And I said, because I grew up in your household. You know, she was a literature teacher. She was brilliant. And she showed me so much of the world. And I thought, having seen all that, I want to go and play in it. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I really thought if I keep going, right. I I'm going to see so much more of life. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, I, I have to admit, at some point, you feel like maybe I missed out on other things mm-hmm. because I didn't get married at 23. Mm-hmm. I didn't begin to have children at 25. Instead, I was getting my master's degree in London, which I, of course, do not regret one bit. But that led to me then getting a, a job in an international news company, which then sent me off to the Middle East and sent me traveling across Europe and then led me to another job with another company that then sent me traveling through another part of the world. Um, and then, you know, you get to a point where you're in your 40s and it, it's exhausting physically yeah. and you just think there suddenly has to be more than what you thought was already it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me, in our, in our world... Owning your own restaurant is it. So I was working in a hotel setting, and then I was working in a hotel setting that also had a private side to it or you know, a partner to it. And the partnership was going to be guaranteed. If I had stayed in just the partnership side of it, then I would be guaranteed my own restaurant. But if I had stayed in the hotel setting, I'd just languish in the hotel setting. And I didn't want to languish in the hotel setting. Plus, there's the f- politics. And right sexism and um, favoritism and all the isms that I never thought I would be experiencing. I experienced all in a year. So bad, so intense, so mind-altering, shaking, life-shaking that um, it happened so fast. So um, I had to make a decision really, really quick. Like, um, so what's next? And I thought, even though I could go back to the States and be like you know like an employee i don't want to be an employee right, yeah. i want to be my own my own boss my own you know because to me that's the next and that's how my mom made us realize so that's how that's that became my uh, motivation so do you have any regrets i mean about the roads not taken i mean like that if it comes you, and goes yeah, comes and I think goes. that's fair assessment where it comes and goes. Comes and goes. There are days when I think, okay, good decision. And then the day will come when I think the good decision happens and then there's something bad that happens and I'm just like, what just happened? Right. And then you think, I think about it for days. And then I don't move forward. And then I just get mad at myself because I'm not moving forward. So it comes and goes. But mostly, mostly comes. <laughs> it comes that comes good. I mean, right. good. Yeah. Like, right. It so it moves me forward. That you don't regret. Yeah, like the moves me yeah. forward. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I for sure. Like when you think about, because I think it's the same as you. Where my mom also got married at twenty four, and I thought, you know, same. it was going to be the same thing. But then that age came and went, and then when your brother sits you down and says, you know, if you're serious about having kids, <laughs> you should think about freezing your eggs at this age. And I was just like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, it's like, I think you think about it for sure, right? Um, but I can't, I don't know if there's a decision where I regret the choices because you made the choices, right, yeah. I made the choices. Right. And that led me to here. And I don't regret that. But of course, you think about the woulda, coulda, shouldas that would have happened. Right. But I think for the most part, you know, you make peace with it. Like I made, mm. I made peace yeah, with me certain too. parts of it. Done. You know, in the, yes. you know. Which is not to say there weren't like moments of panic where mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my god, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did I, this is stupid, this or that. 
But at the same time, it's just like, that's also, I guess, growing up where you kind of feel okay Mm -hmm. with where your life is. And it might Mm -hmm. not be where you thought it was because you were following the footprint Mm -hmm. or the blueprint of like, Mm -hmm. like our mothers in this case. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you realize, okay, you're making your own thing. Mm-hmm. So what's that going to look like? And you don't know because you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, me, my, my family background is my mom, same. Married at 21, first kid at 23. And never did she say to me, you need 21, 23, 25. There were no... Yes, no. Yeah, no, never. Yeah. And yeah. also never was never did she say to me, you need... When I was 35, this is what I was yes. doing. There was none of that. Plus, we all had working moms. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's Successful true. moms. Yes. Yeah. And Successful. I remember, you know, my mom's, you know, I think, remember the first thing that I could say was basically, oh, my mom's in a meeting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it was normal. Yeah. Like a mom and a dad. Yeah. Mine was literally, my mom is my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, my mom was my teacher in 10th yeah. grade. So. And she would get mad at me at home yeah. if my test paper was uh, not as high. Highly marked as it should have been. Yes, and then my 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 mom would always be come to my office, and then we'll we'll go from there. We'll go home from there. From there yeah. yeah. So, and my mom was everyone else's teacher. So, they also. Yeah. My mom was also a teacher. Yeah. But my mom was everyone true. else's teacher. Yeah. So, but my mom never said to us, "This is where you're at. This is where you're at." Except when it came to grandchildren. Then she's just like, "Where are the grandchildren?" Right. And she's like, "I don't even care where they come from. Yeah. Just." Well, Please I'm, produce I'm some. Yeah. I'm okay. You're, but, <laughs> I'm good. Your mother has other options. <laughs> so yes. like, I don't register. When the grandkids come, it's only about the grandkids. Yes. They forget they have kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so For me, it's like not, none of that. No, no. There's a lot of personal sacrifice, but there's no regret that I had to sacrifice personally. Right. I right. guess. Yeah. Right. It's when it's professional sacrifice, I get really upset. Mm. That yeah. upsets me more. Then, and, then and, and, I mean, we come from you know a culture where uh, it's predominantly uh, motherhood is very important, mm-hmm. and you know women are seen as mothers or future mothers, mm-hmm. right? Or mothers to be. So, in many ways, here, particularly if you do not have a child, they look at you slightly differently, like yes. almost like, oh, you poor thing, yes. or you know what's wrong, or you know what I mean. Has that ever affected you? In a way that, uh, no? Okay. I don't really, I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll be like, you know, at least I'm, I have my own success and it doesn't have to be measured by the number of kids or husband or right. whatever. Right. My success is how many covers a day I do. So right. um, I look at it that way, but sometimes it bothers me, but not, but not I think often. What it is, it's, it's one, it's either an older generation. Right. Because, you know, when possibly they were coming up, that was even if you were working there was still that aspect of it and then the other you know the other people who maybe if they're our age or like younger i don't know it's it's i think they see other paradigms anyway so it's not yeah. like it's cut and dry but you definitely feel where you're like okay sure like at our age and before we would basically be the old maids <laughs> right but yes. then I know didn't want to go there. No. <laughs> but, but honestly, like the people, like the women that I know, you know, like us, it's basically like they're traveling more, mm-hmm. they're working, mm-hmm. they're like definitely not the idea of like an old maid that's a spinster sitting home alone. Yeah. Like, with a cat. Cats. Mm-hmm. 
it's definitely not mm-hmm. that picture, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it's a it's a shift. There's a yes, mm-hmm. it's a different mm-hmm. way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually think about I had some aunts who never got married and didn't have kids. Yes, were still a vital part of the family. You know, in terms yeah, of that, true. In fact, they were some of them were like the leaders of the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. when the brothers weren't there, or even if the brothers mm-hmm, were right. there, mm-hmm. they were still kind right. of, in a way, the matriarch. Yeah, when they were younger, yeah. like at an aunt, she was one of the younger kids. But when her mother died, she basically mm-hmm. took over being the matriarch of the family. Mm-hmm. Spinsterhood yeah. runs in my family, both sides. So, like all my aunts and all my aunts right. are unmarried. All seven, really, all seven. Okay, and we're going to talk about spinsterhood. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in the next episode. No, I'm joking. We'll find something else to talk yeah. about, I'm sure. And if anyone is actually listening to this, thank you so much for making it this far. Congratulations. No, we do hope you join us again next time for more casual conversations about transitions, maturation, and libations. Thank you.